Hey, what's going on? It's Quinn David Furness, host of the Beantown Podcast, coming to you live on Saturday, November 17th, live from Beantown, USA, here at 817 St. Paul Street, right in the heart of America. What's going on? How is everyone? My name is Quinn. I'm the host of the show, the Beantown Podcast, a.k.a. the People's Podcast, one of Baltimore City's top 500 podcasts. How's everyone doing today? It has gotten a little cold out here on the East Coast. We had some snow happening, was that yesterday or Thursday? I think it was Thursday when the snow was taking place, but it was right at right at the freezing point. So it was kind of that gross, super wet snow. And then by the late afternoon, the the temperature was actually warming up steadily throughout the day so it kind of turned into rain but it was gross none of it stuck but it's pretty cold it's a little bit colder than I was expecting you know when I and I travel on tour and stuff and I'm talking to people and they ask me how I like Baltimore specifically compared to uh, Illinois where I'm from and I always say well you know the summers are way worse but the winters aren't as bad and that was the case last year it really wasn't that bad of a winter and it really didn't precipitate terribly often but Boy, did we get started early this year. So, how is everyone doing? We've got a lot to get to today. A couple different topics that we're going to be jumping around on. A quick little preview of what's coming up. Should be a busy week coming uh, ahead for the podcast. We are going to be doing our Thanksgiving special live from... Delaware. Now, for those hardcore podcast followers, you know that one of our, I think we're up to five Beantown Unplugged specials, is actually from, uh, the episode was, or the special was recorded in Beantown, but it was about our personal day in Delaware. I know most people don't think of taking a vacation day to go visit the state of Delaware, but I had access to a car took the day off. I went and uh, you can go check it out. I think that was back in April or May when I uh, when I took that personal day. It was before summer. But we did a bunch of things. We uh, went to Dogfish Head Brewing Company, checked out the Naval Academy in Annapolis, and we went to Rehoboth Beach and uh, lots of good stuff. Went and saw Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, one of the worst movies of the year. I will be coming out with my list of favorite and least favorite movies of the year once we get into December, probably around New Year's Eve, to give everybody an equal shot at uh, coming out with their movies. But uh, movies are on the agenda today, not because I watched one this past week, but also because I wasn't able to watch one this past week. We'll tell you more about that. That'll be how we close the show, so if you're looking for our discussion about movies it'll probably be the last five ten minutes of this episode not looking to go terribly long today which is classic as he says every week we went way too long last week so i wasn't planning on 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 talking about this but now that i bring it up last week the how i met your mother series finale commentary i want to apologize to everyone it was bad here's the thing is about 50, 55 minutes long, which is way longer than I even like to hear myself talking for. There were some really solid nuggets of comedy and humor thrown into my 
50 minute episode commentary but that's just the problem it was 50 minutes long i blame how i met your mother for making their series finale a double episode is impossible to follow i still don't know who did gone girl knock up what happened to bass player they just said she was sick but they didn't show her funeral or anything so is she dead did she just get separated we don't really know and then what's going on with this blue euphonium or whatever instrument it was i don't know a lot of unexplained uh questions like an m night Shyamalan movie so take that for what you will maybe we'll revisit the concept but we definitely need to get a better tv show so agenda of what we're going to be doing today greek yogurt almond milk for uh grocery list hang on okay we are going to be talking about some potential upgrades or additions or just overall new things to the podcast uh, that we're looking at achieving in the 2019 year. Some of them are ambitious and things that we're not actually going after. Some of them are much more manageable and then some things are not anything that require any action from the fans. Some of them are just updates. So uh, we'll start off with that. I mentioned in my Instagram live video, which we posted just about 10 minutes ago, uh, burgers that instead of buns have grilled cheeses is pretty crazy. So we're going to be digging into that. Pretty tasty. Uh, We are going to be having a word from our new sponsor, which is pretty exciting. We've got an advertisement to read to everybody. It's about a minute long, so that should be good. I'm going to give right now, in fact, because we'll save... Uh, we're, we'll finish up with our movies, and, and I'll talk a little bit more about that. It involves Movie Pass. I want to give a quick shout out to my friend Steph, who went swing dancing last night, put herself out of her comfort zone, went to a place down by the stadium's five dollar rail drinks. So I don't know exactly where the place was, but I'm sure if you Google swing dancing in Baltimore, you'll be able to find out where that was taking place. So check that out, Steph. I hope you're happy with your shout-out, although I, I'm not confident that she's ever even listened to an episode of the Bean Town Podcast. So that's sort of our agenda. Before I jump into some of the podcasting updates, um, for those who are wondering now, we're about what two and a half weeks removed from the breakup and from getting strep throat and all that stuff. Um, so Things in general are better. Uh, Work's been solid. Uh, Just in terms of how I'm feeling personally, it's been okay. I definitely um, am still having lots of moments of just quiet times and sadness and reflection, which those are good to have occasionally, but they've just been happening a bit more frequently than what I would uh, desire to have. So everything's going to be just fine, but, you know, still a little sore and then uh, health has been fine you all uh, remember started on a diet when I got back from the fall 2018 tour that's that's going okay it's not I'm not going like hardcore diet as I've done in the past and I'm, I'm cheating a little bit more frequently than I should be this weekend in particular is bad with alcohol I went out with friend last night and I have another friend's birthday party tonight so, I don't know, last night I had one, two beers, I think, and then 
tonight I'll probably just get a bottle of wine. That's sort of my go-to when there are house parties. I like to do the bottle of wine because you might be sitting there thinking, wow, you're drinking a whole bottle of wine. That's crazy. But consider this. That's not only my minimum, but that's my maximum too, uh, with the exception of maybe a shot, one or two, if you know, depending on the scene. So instead of drinking tons and tons of beers and really packing in the calories and, I don't know, that stuff will make me throw up if I drink too much of it. I got my bottle of wine and paced myself. You know, we're talking like a two, three-hour get-together. That's, you know, that's one hefty glass of wine every hour. I think that's that's good enough for me. And that gets me to the perfect point where I'm pretty buzzed, but I'm not sloshed. And I can get home, I can go to bed. My hangover is usually not too bad. As long as it's red wine. If I do white wine, then it will be bad. But um so that you know, the diet's going okay. I'm trying to run. Uh I'm not. My willpower for running has been bad, which uh is terrible because my brother just uh sent some pictures this morning. He ran a one thirty half this morning, which was excellent. So I've got some got some catching up to do because my PR and a half I think is one forty seven, so and I am nowhere near that right now. So there's some work to do, but here, moving forward, here are some updates to the podcast that are good for everybody to know about. So number one, throughout the year, we've sort of been adding new platforms where you can find the Beantown Podcast. It all started on YouTube. That was the original, and then we decided to jump to SoundCloud when we did our Pledge Drive fundraiser which we'll be talking about in one second here the first annual one this past year second annual one will be coming up in 2019 that was the first kind of major expense of the beantown podcast so the technology the equipment didn't cost me a ton probably about a hundred bucks total um, but the soundcloud platform where i can host unlimited shows which is the long-term plan that that does cost me about $120 a year. So that was the first major expenditure. None of the other ones, none of the other platforms we've come across have uh, cost money. So now we're on, uh, when you go on SoundCloud, you can automatically get onto iTunes, Apple Podcasts, all that stuff. I also uh, got on Google Play, got on Stitcher. Player FM is one of those platforms that I advertise, but I don't know much about it. But we just show up there randomly. So I assume it pulls from SoundCloud somehow. I was following, so one of my friends is also a podcaster, uh, The Local Glow. You can check out his show on Facebook, or I assume you can just Google Local Glow Podcast. You can find it out. Uh, Tarek Shahada was doing a little Facebook status action this past week, just pulling his friends, fans, and listeners where did they listen to their podcast? And one website that was brought up that got a couple of likes was a website called castbox.fm. Now, this is not a website I've ever heard of. I assume it's a website and an app, although I haven't looked into it enough. But you can basically just upload your stuff for free, um, and I think it's unlimited storage. So I played around with it a little bit, and I uploaded my fir- very first episode from january actually i couldn't for some reason i was struggling to find the file for my very very first episode so this first one i have up on castbox.fm is from january 20th the thing is i'm happy to get all the episodes on there 
it the, it's just going to take a ton of time because it's a lot of uh, opening new tabs to like copy and paste episode descriptions and then just the physical upload time. I mean, this is episode number 45. And so that's, this isn't like a little 10 minute, like, Oh, let me just throw my podcasts on this, you know, castbox.fm. It's going to take multiple hours to do. Um, so I don't know if anybody out there uses castbox.fm to listen to your podcast, you can now find exactly one Bean Tom podcast episode on there from January 20th. I guarantee it's a pretty terrible episode, but you can find it on there. Um, if you are, you know, a listener of castbox.fm, let us know. You can always tweet at us. We're at BeantownCast. We have a Facebook page. Most importantly, we are on Yahoo. So BeantownPodcast at Yahoo.com. That's Beantown, B-E-A-N-T, Beantown Podcast at Yahoo.com. You can always find us there. Send us your comments, concerns, your gripes, your groans, all that good stuff. Listener discretion is advised. He says 13 minutes into the podcast. When you are checking out the Beantown Podcast, number one, we will occasionally use some foul language, although there's no chicken in the kitchen today. Number two, the podcast is objectively terrible. I'm feeling pretty good about this episode. Kind of getting back to our roots. None of the crazy experimental stuff. I was thinking about trying out a song. There's a Death Cab song on their most recent album, Thank You For Today, that dropped back in August that I was thinking of trying to pull off called 60 and Punk. I couldn't get the guitar quite where I wanted it. Um, And it's just kind of a little... uh, it's a slow, not, it's not a boring song. I don't think anything is boring, but, you know, there's just not a lot to listen to, but it's really pretty. The lyrics are amazing. So when you get the, and I, I can't do it justice. Ben Gibbard is a god. So go check out 60 and Punk. Go check out Thank You for Today when you have the time. Uh, but uh, 60 and Punk is probably my favorite song off of that album. So really good lyrics. Uh, other things coming up on the podcast. So this idea was brought to my attention by myself. Trademarking and copywriting the podcast. So one of the very first things that you might notice when you're playing around in your Google and Beantown podcast online is that we are not the only Beantown podcast that exists. There is another one, an imposter from like five years ago. They have four episodes online i think they're from like 2013 and there doesn't seem to be any sort of action or anything going on with this podcast so that's why i felt entitled to jump in on the name uh because look they got five episodes up five four episodes up five years ago i've got 45 and counting and after you know after doing this podcast for 60 years that's going to be like 3,000 episodes so 3,000 verse 4 I don't know you you tell me but I was doing some research into the whole copywriting and trademarking roles and it seems like after three years of uh, sort of inactivity you can jump in and grab it so I started to research, first of all, the difference between copywriting and trademarking. I still don't completely understand. It's one of those things where every time I Google it, I read it and I get it. I just fail to retain the information. Same thing with compliment versus compliment. The I versus the E. It kills me every time. But I digress. Copywriting seems to only be like 50 bucks, but I don't think 
the copywriting, if I remember correctly, is the one that I want for the Beantown podcast. I think trademarking is what you want. And that looks like it's going to cost about $1,000. So this is not a year two project for the Beantown podcast. It's not a year two goal. I'm not going to try to raise $1,000 to trademark the podcast. I don't think it's completely necessary at this point. But, 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 but. Other things that are on my agenda for year two, and now we're getting into serious range of like actual things that I want to be doing. And actually, there's only really kind of one thing that's that's big about it: a website. So currently, our homepage will direct you to our SoundCloud page, which is fine. But all you're really getting is the audio tracks and a couple pictures, and you're not really getting the full Beantown podcast experience. So I was doing some price shopping on website, website domains, all that stuff. Beantownpodcast.com is out there, so you better believe that we're going to be grabbing that at some point this next year. It's looking like a new website on the cheap end, which is all I think I need right now, would cost about $7 a month or about $78 for the year. So when you add that to uh, the SoundCloud is about $130, $140 a year, and that's what we get out of SoundCloud, again, is unlimited storage. So there's never any concerns about having to delete past episodes. Uh, you'll always have the full anthology of Beantown Podcast, which I really like because, honestly, like, for as many episodes we've had this year that have just been bland and boring and not that exciting, think of all the, and we'll do a great recap, um, you know, in January of our first year, but think of all the great episodes we had. We had Matthew Fiedler come on to help you do my taxes live on the air. We had Ryan Austin Ligon and I give our Oscar predictions. We did a roast of the host, Quinn David Furness. We Got my grandma Sal to come on the podcast, this podcast, Beantown Podcast, and talk about her stamping interests and habits. We went on tour for the very first time all across America to bring you regional, cultural, all that good stuff. We went to Alaska. We went to Sioux Falls. The podcast has been everywhere, man. It's just been a crazy amount of fun, and we've done some crazy things with Awesome people, awesome interviews, some awesome music. Did a concert series, did two concert series. So, yeah, for as much as, you know, the Beantown podcast is me sitting in my living room on the flower chair rambling, think of all the fun and all the achievements we've had in year one. And that's what we're going to continue doing in year two. And in order to enhance that experience, We're going to get the website launched. We're going to continue on all these different great platforms. And we're going to be asking for your help. So the Beantown Pledge Drive Telethon Fundraiser Year 2 2019. We're going to be coming to you live. I believe February is our target month for that fundraising goal. It's looking like we're going to be setting the bar. If I'm doing my math right, we have 135 plus 78 that's 213 dollars so we round up to 215 dollars 215 that's going to be our goal 
for this year. And again, that's not to get me handsomely paid for the podcast. I'm making zero money off of this with with the exception of the ad revenue and sponsors and all that stuff. That $215, excuse me, and don't let me bump it up to $220 because I don't want to be a glutton like Scrooge McDuck. $215, that goes exclusively towards our SoundCloud platform where we host our podcast and then our website where we'll be streaming that podcast content and then we'll have other amazing uh, news, maybe start a Beantown blog, pictures, live in-action stuff. It's all going to be there. And there's going to be so much happening between now and that Pledge Drive fundraiser. So maybe you're on the fence right now about whether or not you want to donate a little bit. Wait till you see our Christmas special. I tell you what, this is going to be the most lit Christmas special you could ever imagine. So that is all coming up. We're going to be doing something new this year. So last year we were just fielding donations. It was just for um, our podcast hosting. This year we're going to have different donor tiers. So we're going to be doing some incentives. It's going to be a whole lot of fun. Maybe you'll get some shout-outs. Maybe you get some swags. Maybe you'll get a free plug for, you know, your business or your website for a month. So there's just there's a lot to look forward to here. Uh, but I just wanted to give everybody a quick taste of what are some of the things are, and that's those are just the paid things. There are some other things we're excited about coming up in year two. But that's where the money is working towards. That's why we raise money so that everybody can enjoy it so that we can keep putting out amazing content week after week so the pledge drive telethon fundraiser it's going to be happening uh in february we're going to be live streaming it again it's going to be a whole lot of fun so mark your calendars for that we don't have the specific date set yet but it will be happening in the month of february okay there is one other uh two other things i want to mention uh first though we are going to be doing uh an ad from one of our new sponsors. So check this out. Here we go. Are you tired of selling your house for less than a quarter of what it's worth, all because you couldn't find a reliable home inspector in time? Well, Oregon listeners, there's good news. Home Pride Inspection Services in Bend, Oregon, is Central Oregon's hottest new home inspection provider with inspection services including things like heating and cooling, roofing, plumbing, and so much more. Home Pride Oregon is both contractor certified and home inspection certified, so you know you're getting the good stuff. If you're tired of big real estate stranglehold on the home inspection market and you want a safe, certified home inspector you can trust, call Steve at 541-207-1101 or visit homeprideoregon.com. That's 541-207-1101 or visit homeprideoregon.com. Home Pride Oregon, inspection perfection. So thank you to Home Pride Oregon for sponsoring the podcast. Looking forward to a weekly partnership with you guys up there. I know we're pretty big in Central Oregon. Got at least one or two listeners per week. So if you guys are in need of a home inspection, call Steve at Home Pride Inspection. Okay, I mentioned on the live stream that we were going to be talking about a quick little topic. It's just a quirky little thing before we get into our final set piece here. But I've now had this meal a couple of times. Once when I was in 
where was I? Hoffman Estates, Illinois. And then I also had this in Louisville, Kentucky. Maybe you've seen this. Maybe you haven't. But I'm about to blow your mind. So you go to like a bar and grill type of place or a pub. You get a burger. And it's just a pretty normal burger with normal fixings and all that stuff. But instead of the buns, here's the kicker. It's a it's two grilled cheese sandwiches. Whoa. How crazy is that? And it might sound to you like this is amazing. I got to do that. You might so- you might be thinking, "Oh my gosh, this is gross. I can never do that." I'm telling you, it's a ethereal experience. It's going to be enigmatic, epiphorific you're going to want to try this if you ever get the chance. From top to bottom, grilled cheese, and we're just talking like classic Wonder Bread, butter that baby up, American or cheddar cheese, it don't matter. And then you got your lettuce, tomato, onions, a nice quarter pound burger, Angus beef, or Kobe. And then you got another grilled cheese sandwich on the bottom oh my goodness is it delicious we're probably looking at like i don't know how many calories that would be probably like a thousand calories and in the fries it's like 1300 1400 but boy i'll be damned if that ain't one of the most delicious things that i've ever tasted in my life i've done it both ways where you just put your whole mouth on it that's what she said and you just bite into it. You have the whole experience. That's a lot. There's a lot of flavor packed into that bite. And it happens pretty fast. I've also, when I was in Louisville, because it was just too much to handle, I deconstructed it. So I just ate it from top to bottom. I went, eat the grilled cheese. And then I kind of had the burger and all the fixings. Just kind of held it together with my hands. And then I had the bottom grilled cheese. It's a lot. And it's going to raise your cholesterol and your blood pressure. And you're going to need to make another new notch on your belt. But boy, that stuff is absolutely delicious. So if you ever get the chance, you ever see that on the menu, I highly encourage everyone to check it out. Grilled Cheese Burger, one of the tastiest creations on God's green earth. So... The last thing that we want to talk about is Movie Pass. We haven't talked about Movie Pass in a little while. I had mentioned a couple episodes ago now that we were having a lot of problems with the app and movie times not showing up and some theaters just not offering anything anymore. And I was getting frustrated with it. I was able to use it. A couple, like two weeks back, and I don't remember what movie I saw, but I was able to use it. It functioned. Everything worked out okay. Here is the last straw. I was hoping to go see Boy Erased last night, Lucas Hedges, Nicole Kidman, Russell Crowe, Joel Edgerton directed and starred in it. Looks fantastic. Amazing reviews. It's about conversion therapy. And I wake up in the morning getting ready for work, I'm super pumped because the app is working, which it doesn't usually work. And it's showing up in all the movies and all the showtimes for Boy Race at my local theater. I'm like, sweet, 
I get to go to work. I get to go see this movie that I've like, this is like a top five movie on my wish list for this year. Amazing actors. I get home from work. The app is down. The movie is not available. The theater has no more show times. If you are a movie pass subscriber or you were a movie pass subscriber, you know exactly what I'm talking about. So I really hate to do this, but my billing cycle ends in three days. It's time. It's time to say goodbye to movie pass. Grab the Kleenex. We're gonna get emotional. One of the things I like about MoviePass is you can go into your MoviePass history and you can actually see all the movies that you've seen with MoviePass. And for whatever reason, so I just pulled up the history right now. I said all the great things. Well, it's not actually showing me everything. I've seen way more movies with MoviePass than this, so not every single one is showing up which is kind of a bummer. But let's let's kind of run through. So I've I've had Movie Pass for about 10 months. It's pretty much been the 2018 year when I had it cuz I got it right at the uh, right in the middle of Oscar season and started going nuts with it. I will also mention that currently Movie Pass only lets you see one movie once. Uh, it used to be unlimited. I could see a movie 5 times if I wanted to. I never did. The most I ever did was 3 times, but um so some of the movies I want, starting with Oscar season last year, um, I saw every Best Picture nominee before the Best Picture nominees were even announced, and most of that was through Movie Pass. Movies like Call Me By Your Name, Shape of Water, Rich One, Darkest Hour, Lady Bird, Phantom Thread. Um, what else was on there? I don't remember. Uh, I, Tanya wasn't nominated for Best Picture, but I saw that a couple of times. Something really cool that I got to do, actually two different things. There are a bunch of categories in the Oscars that you just, off. if you're just a casual fan and you don't really follow it super closely, you'll never see these movies in your life. Things like the animated and live action shorts and the foreign films. Most of those movies are things people have never heard of and they just kind of see them at the ceremonies and that's the end of it. I got to see both the live action and the animated short films at my local theater because they run them. Got to see them for free with Movie Pass. I got to see some of the foreign language films. I saw Fantastic Woman, which won. I got to see The Insult, which was fantastic. I got to see Loveless, which was so sad but great. I got to see some comedies, which flew under the radar in 2018, but which were fantastic things like Thoroughbreds, The Death of Stalin, uh, Isle of Dogs. I got to see Deadpool 2. Um, some other movies that may or may not garner attention at award season because they think came out so early in this year, but are movies that I absolutely recommend to everybody who has the opportunity. Something like You Were Never Really Here with Joaquin Phoenix, The Rider, which was amazing. I think I talked about it because the movie isn't actors. It's just regular people, and the family plays the family. Uh, First Reformed with Ethan Hawke. I got the chance to see on Chesil Beach with uh, Sarsha Ronan got the opportunity to see one of my favorite movies of the entire year American Animals about the art heist at Transylvania University I got to see uh, Mountain which is just like this crazy thing that I never knew existed until it showed up on Movie Pass. it basically just 
an hour long uh, orchestra piece with clips of mountains, um, like moving footage, like drones and stuff, and like people skateboarding and skiing, narrated by Willem Dafoe. It's an amazing art piece, a very non traditional movie, but fantastic nonetheless. Other movies in that category, uh, sorry to bother you, I don't think a ton of people saw, but amazing. Army Hammer, one of my favorite performances of the year in that movie. I got to see Leave No Trace, Ben Foster, Thompson McKenzie, uh, Deborah, it's like Granning or something, the director who also did Winner's Bone. This was her first movie since then. I went on and I read the book that it was based off of after. I loved both of them. Super sad, but Leave No Trace was fantastic. And then my favorite movie of the year I got to see with Movie Pass, and this might surprise people, this was my favorite movie of the year, but... Mission Impossible Fallout, a.k.a. Mission Impossible 6, may be the greatest action movie of all time. If you haven't seen MI6 and you're just thinking, ah, I've seen one or two Mission Impossibles, they're fine, like good action, Tom Cruise is a great action star, but eh, they all kind of feel the same, don't they? I'm telling you right now, I am imploring you to go find it online, go get it from the library, Redbox, whatever, you have to see this movie. Two of the set pieces are some of the most incredible things I've ever seen. The halo jump towards the beginning of the movie and then the helicopter chase in the final set piece. These things are just like I it's shocking how amazing they were. This movie is one of the greatest if not the greatest action movies of all time. And I know it's not going to get any sort of cool recognition at the Oscars because it's Mission Impossible as part of franchise. But this is one of, this is my favorite movie of the year. And it is absolutely amazing. It's stunning how great this was. You didn't think that the whole Mission Impossible thing or Tom Cruise could get any better after, you know, the four or five sequence, two movies, Ghost Protocol and Rogue Nation that were similar to each other, both fantastic, but seemed like they kind of topped out at peak action uh, experience. And then Mission Impossible Fallout comes along, and it's like, holy crap, this is, there are no words to describe how amazing it is and how I feel about it. So go check out Mission Impossible Fallout when you get the chance. It's absolutely worth it. It will blow your mind like no other action movie has ever done in the past. But that's just uh, that's just a sampling of the movies that I saw with Movie Pass. Again, the the original plan was unlimited movies for $10 a month. And then this summer when they finally ran out of money, they changed it to... Well, they changed it around a bunch of times, which was really tough to follow. But right now, it's currently three movies a month for $10. Still a great deal, but not a good deal when the app doesn't work and when you can't utilize it and when you're basically just bleeding money. So... With mixed emotions and a heavy heart, I have my MoviePass account pulled up on my phone, and we are now going to go to plan and billing. How are they gonna? Are they gonna let me kill it? Uh, I need to cancel. You know what? I might have to do this off air and go and figure out how to um, kill my movie pass account. But it's uh, it's been a lot of fun. I think I did the math a little bit um, 
a little bit ago, and I think I saved about five or six hundred dollars on Movie Pass this past year. Which now that's not like that's five or six hundred dollars that I was going to be spending no matter what. A lot of the times when I uh, used my Movie Pass to go see a movie, it was just to see a, a movie a second or a third time back in the good old days, or just to see movies that looked interesting. And I wouldn't normally shell out, you know, 10, 12 bucks to see them just because I work in education and I don't have a ton of money. Uh, but movies that, you know, because I didn't have to pay anything for them at the time, I just wanted to go check it out. So I um, was able to see lots of really cool movies. And it's kind of sad that it's definitely going to cut back on what I'm able to do moving forward, there are some other plans out there. I know the big one that gets all the national attention is AMC Stubbs. That doesn't work for me because there are no AMCs in my city. The other one is uh, Cinemia. I'm not sure how you pronounce it, but um, that seems to be comparable to what the current movie, pa- plan, movie pass plan is. So I'm going to look into that a little bit more, read about it online. Um. But for now, it's going to be a little bit of a hold on my movie-watching habits. Let's see. I'm trying to find one more, um, trying to take one more swipe at canceling it so I can do it in a big emotional final set piece on the last portion of the podcast. So it says you can cancel your account by going to the account tab, account details section, plan and billing, venture plan info with a cancel button. Okay, so let's try that. They make it harder than it should be which is classic movie pass account details plan and billing I want to cancel my plan there we go reason for cancellation required oh I'm gonna get I'll lay a new one into them so the options are price theater section ease of use lack of use service offerings app functionality that's the one I'm doing app functionality and uh, please note, if you cancel your account, you'll not be able to reactivate your account or start a new subscription for nine months. Well, here's the thing. MoviePass is not going to exist in nine months. So RIP to MoviePass. You guys, it was a heck of a ride. But uh, your MoviePass will remain active until the end of your current billing period. So I still have three days left. I could go see. I still have two more movies left this month. If the app worked. He said, if the app worked. Okay, cancel subscription. I wish you guys could see this right now. It's a big red button, just like in the movies. And cancel membership. Your account will remain active until 1120. Yes, cancel membership. Subscription canceled. There it is. Wow. That was that was a heck of a time. I tell you what. And it's something that I should have canceled two or three months ago literally at the end of summer because it already I had seen the warning signs at that point but I was still holding on that you know even if I could just get the three movies a month for ten dollars like that's totally fine because I'm still going to go see three movies a month I'm still going to save 20 bucks a month which is fantastic but movie pass you just let me down one too many times so um, that's the end of that and that's going to be the end of this podcast episode number 45 Again, we're going to be coming to you live next, uh, this upcoming week for our Thanksgiving special live from Delaware. And then we'll be joined 
a couple days after that for a weekly uh, episode with my brother Jack Furness, who will be coming on the podcast for his third time. So that will be very exciting. Look out for that. Thank you again to Home Pride Oregon for sponsoring this show. Uh, thank you to everyone for listening. Uh, again, we are on Twitter at BeantownCast at uh, or at BeantownCast, not BeantownCast at. That's like Pig Latin. You can also email us BeantownPodcastYahoo.com. It's BeantownBeantPodcastYahoo.com. Thanks, everyone. This has been Quinn David Furness, host of the Beantown Podcast, the People's Podcast, one of Baltimore City's top 500 podcasts. I hope everyone has a great weekend. Go Vikes. Vikings versus Bears tomorrow night, Sunday night football. Should be a great game live from Soldier Field. So that's all I got for you. Enjoy. Don't forget to like, rate, subscribe, share it with your friends, whatever uh, platform you listen to. Let us know in the comments. Hope everyone has a great week, and we'll check in on you in a couple days for our happy Thanksgiving special. See everyone.